Welcome to Victorious Living. Corrupt communication speaks of words or speech, which is the ability to express one's thoughts. So if the mind's not renewed, see, connect that with the mind. If your mind's not renewed, there, are, there will be some corrupt communication coming out of that person's mouth. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us faith and the Holy Spirit work together. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us faith and the Holy Spirit work together. The temptation fall and pray giving in to temptation, infirmities, Amen. weaknesses to temptation. Well, the Holy Spirit's here to help us. Yes, so if I'm not getting help, that means I'm not leaning on the Holy Spirit. So that means my words are tainted and the Holy Spirit can't get involved with me because he doesn't get involved with any doubt and unbelief. He doesn't get involved with tainted words. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for the use of edifying. So that's, that's our responsibility. We are responsible for what we say. We are responsible, responsible in the temper or the way that we say what we say. Amen. You know, sometimes you see people when they're trying to tell people about Jesus, they're trying to, they try to just force them to receive it and get saved, which is the objective of witnessing to them. But you can't force them because they're going to rebel. That resistant, that wall of resistance is going to come up. So you, you have to know how to present it. So here, Hebrews 4.15, for we have not a high priest, meaning we do have a high priest, but we have not a high priest which cannot be touched, meaning that... Uh, all of the temptations that we have, our high priest has compassion for us because of the temptation that we are, uh, that we now are experiencing in our life. But the Holy Spirit is our helper. Amen. The Holy Spirit can absolutely help us to stand strong against all of the temptations that Satan brings into our life. We have no excuse. I don't have an excuse. We, we have no excuse. Well, it was just, just more than I could bear. More than I can stand. Well, when it gets to be more than you could stand, you better watch what's coming out your mouth. That's right. Amen. So, so some corrupt communication may seep between your teeth and out between your lips. Come out in your words. Isn't that right? You say, well, how do you know all that pastor been there, done that? And got the t-shirt. All right. So for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling or cannot be touched with the feeling of compassion uh, of our infirmities or our lack of strength against temptation, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. So it's not important any of us telling Jesus how bad the temptation is. He said, I got there before you did. That happened to me before it happened to you. So it's not any need to tell me how bad the temptations are. What I need to talk to Jesus about is this helper. 
what's coming out of my mouth, uh, my actions, that's what I need to talk to Jesus, you know, and talk to the Holy Spirit and give the Holy Spirit the, uh, the opportunity to help me through these things instead of fussing about it. Because we don't want to do that sometimes. People don't want to do that sometimes. And so in this, in this, we see that Jesus had feelings, feelings of compassion. God had feelings of compassion. He gives us some good understanding here that we are not to grieve the Holy Spirit because like I said, the Holy Spirit just kind of steps aside, steps back when, when we alleviate his help or, or push his help out then he just he's just standing by and watching said you know said, who in the world do they think they are do they think they can handle this by themselves and as it turns out they couldn't and they can't okay enough said that so paul tells the christian in his writings to the church at ephesus that the holy spirit can be grieved Jesus was grieved because of the hardness of their heart created through unbelief. Anytime unbelief tries to creep into our thinking, we're going to grieve the Holy Spirit. And then uh, I'm sure that Jesus would be no less grieved today with us than he was at that time with their unbelief. So folks, we can walk through life, pay attention to it, not pay attention to it, whatever. The choice is ours, but there's only one side that we can get on that really supplies the help that we need when the infirmities of our flesh and the temptations come. So the Holy Spirit can be grieved today because of corrupt communication out of the Christian's mouth. Corrupt communication speaks of words or speech which is the ability to express one's thoughts. So if the mind's not renewed, see, connect that with the mind. If your mind's not renewed, there, are, there will be some corrupt communication coming out of that person's mouth. You just, you just let, uh, you know, the certain situations around about at home and the world and the job and church and wherever it might be. Yeah, there will be some corrupt communication coming out of a person's mouth because we have words or speech which gives us the ability to express our thoughts. Now, what did Paul say about thoughts in the Corinthian letter? He said, what? For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. If we don't control our thoughts, we will grieve the Holy Spirit because thoughts are thoughts, but they are not out there until they get out of here. And so it's not, it's nothing sinful or wrong about having a bad thought, but if we leave it alone and don't pull it down, casting down strongholds, if we don't do that, then it eventually gets a hold of our mouth and gets a hold of our words. Amen. And what happens when it gets a hold of our words is the sparks start to fly. 
there are thoughts that the Christian may have, but they are not to be spoken. Huh? There are thoughts that the Christian may have, but they're not thoughts that should be spoken. Okay, now, no show of hands, but how many has ever been guilty of that? <laughs> so there are, let, let me say it again. I, am I going too slow for you tonight? There are thoughts that the Christian may have. See, you can't, you can't keep from having a thought. I mean, we have to kill you for you not to have thought. We all have thoughts. But there are thoughts the Christian may have, but they are not to be spoken because they can create a stronghold in the mind against faith. Amen. Create a stronghold in a person's mind against their faith. But they feel good because they said it. Amen. A little bit of tension has been relieved when they say, you know, when, the, when they speak their mind. A little bit of tension sometimes, it, it, you know, no telling what they said, but a little bit of tension has been relieved. So we see then that to be spoken, there, there are thoughts that the Christian has that are not to be spoken because they can create a stronghold in, in, our, in the mind against faith and in effect create a situation where the Holy Spirit's ability to empower their faith is not at work. Now, now think about it for a minute because sometimes we hear a message at church and well, you know, that's okay. At least he read the Bible. And so they leave church, you know, and they don't know any more when they leave than they did when they got there. I'm not talking about you, you, so lighten up a little bit, lighten up. But sometimes people leave church and they don't know any more than they did when they came. They, uh, they you know, they're just coming. <laughs> but now watch this. Watch this. That the Holy Spirit is the creator. Now take it all the way back to the book of Genesis and what happened there in the creation. Now listen to it. Listen to what he said. Now, now if you're not interested in the teaching, we don't have a TV for Andy and Barney to be on. Huh? Okay, John, where was I at? Creation. When God created, that's right. I just see him here. Uh, when God created, what did he say? What did he say? Now, the Holy Spirit was there. The Holy Spirit was there moving on the face of the waters, but he didn't do anything until Jesus said something. Well, you see, the Holy Spirit is in you. The Holy Spirit is here among us, but he will not do one thing for us until we say something. And so the Holy Spirit is there and Jesus, I'm sorry, and God said, the empowering create, the creative power of God that's in the Holy Spirit begin to work. You know, when he said, what did he say? Let there be light. And those words sparked the Holy Spirit 
that same Holy Spirit who is our helper that he created. Amen. He created the heavens and the earth and all that in them is. He's inside me tonight. Amen. He's inside you tonight. Yes. He's, in, he's down here to help us. Yes. But he has strict rules by which he operates. Amen. I have got to league myself with the Holy Spirit. I've got to ask for his help. Then I've got to act like he tells me to act in order for him to help me. Amen. And so we see then that God certainly was acting right. Wasn't anything wrong with his behavior, but he had to speak. Amen. He was holy, knew no sin, never had sin, never will sin. So he was, he was holy but nothing happened just because he was that. The Holy Spirit. It's our hope that today's message, Faith and the Holy Spirit Work Together, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 21. Today's special offer number is 21. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living. Camp Meeting 2022, June 12th through the 16th with guests Phil Privet, Dee Pay, Isaac Petrie, and special guest Jesse Duplantis on Sunday at 6 p.m. You don't want to miss this power-packed week. Hello, I'm Pastor Cowan. I want to invite you to come be with us during our annual camp meeting right here at Faith is the Victory Church.